Hello, grandkids, and welcome to Stunt Granny Audio 918. This is Kevin DeFrango. On the other end is Chris Calamita. What is up, good sir? Not a heck of a lot here, Kevin. How about yourself? Uh, well, uh, sir, because, uh, Jeremy and I, uh, decided not to talk about uh, anything main roster-wise, uh, in either AEW or WWE, tonight is a very open night for us, but lo and behold, Chris, I feel like we've had a lot of news drop right into our laps prior to recording, uh, in maybe the last calendar six months for one reason or another. Uh, and, uh, it happened again today. Uh, Kazuchika Okada is leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, as officially stated by the company on the end of his contract, which is the end of this month. Uh, I feel like there had been some speculation out there more so recently about the, this possibility popping up. So, I'm not terribly surprised that this is uh, being uh, made official now. No, it's, I guess it's not the most surprising thing in the world. We've been hearing it. You know, the speculation's been out there for quite a while. As you said, you know, Okada could be leaving New Japan. Uh, you know, whether he's going to go to WWE or AEW, we still don't know. But he has officially announced his attention to leave uh, on the heels of what, which I will literally be watching tonight, but I haven't seen it yet. His final match at the Tokyo Dome against Brian Danielson that I've that has supposedly, if uh, if if voting for match of the year stopped stopped on January eighteenth, <laughs> it would it would it would be the match of the year. But yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the thing though. And I guess again, I have been post pandemic so out of the loop with New Japan. Oh, right. But what I hear is, but I saw what, what what I would be picking up on was Okada was, even into 2021, 2022, maybe even a little until 2023, they would always go back to Okada wrestling J.Y. Or Naito or, you know... Basically, New Japan's roster has not turned over enough, and and they oh. have not brought up enough big, brought, up, brought enough names up to that to, to that top level. Oof. No, Sonata got the bump for a little while, but that's about it. Or has gotten it recently, but that yeah, so still it took. Recently, but it's back on Naito now. Yeah. And they were actually already sold out in Chicago for Naito versus John Moxley, so that's impressive. You know, oh. seven thousand. You know, they're actually having to add more seats to, you know, the the seven thousand capacity they already had. The building can fit probably close to ten or so thousands. It's the okay. secondary arena in Chicago AEW uses. Okay. So they might. Yeah. So once again, so some so, so, some good news there. Well, so once again, Moxley, a fresh opponent in the New Japan Heavyweight Championship scene, <coughs> one who's over. You know, so wonder of wonders. You know, that might actually draw into wrestling's <laughs> best city. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess the bottom, bottom line is, what else did Okada have to accomplish in, in New Japan? Oh. Yeah, nothing. Like, I mean, yeah, he has literally done it all. Uh, and like you said, because the top's been incredibly stale, because, I mean, even for him, even though Sonata wasn't officially in the main event before... 
I mean, that barely changes that dynamic. I can't remember how many matches I saw between those two uh, yeah. back when I was watching bef- yes, before that, that happened. A, that, that was a big thing that they would do. They would put <clears throat> Sonata or Evil in title matches on the B-shows. Oh. And they would always lose. Yep. So before each of them was elevated to the World Championship over the last you know two years or so, People watch them lose over and over again in big matches. Which, I know culturally some things might be a little different in Japan, but just watching two people, watching someone lose over and over again, and then one day they're just magically promoted up to the tops, that often doesn't work. Uh, yeah, it seemed, to me, that would be a real struggle uh, to to get into, get behind someone like that. Because, I mean, that's even worse than, I I mean, we've kind of made fun of it over the years, what they did with Roman Reigns, like how long they took to finally, like, really go all in on him. You know, he kept on losing, did he lose, what, three or four WrestleMania main events? Yeah, something like that, yes. (laughs) So, like, it's, you know, they finally recovered, but it's also taken them years and years of kind of building him back up, too. <clears throat> so yeah, it, it yeah it, it it's hard. I I would imagine it's a little hard to grab onto Sonata at this point, just because it's it's kind of been a while. Like he's still in that Roman Reigns finally got over the hump stage, which was not great. Um, I mean, better than what it had been, but still not great. So, yeah, I mean, they're going to need, if Okada's gone and Jay White is uh, gone now, uh, it will be interesting to see what, if any, uh, deck shuffling they do. Yeah, I mean, I think my days of purchasing extra wrestling streaming apps is probably, are pretty much coming to an end. Because I'm already going to be recording this Okada Danielson match on the New Japan show tonight, I said, "Screw it! I, I guess I'll record Impact and try to, and, and try to watch that again." <laughs> but I don't plan on becoming a regular watcher. I, I know you and Jeremy will jump into some other different things, like definitely AAA or whatever. But my wrestling dance card is very, very full with WWE and AEW on like five nights a week. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's one of those ones where, at least for me, I know that. Rampage has mostly gone out the window. Uh, just because, like you said, like it, it, it gets to be too much, especially when they're doing these... I, I haven't even cared that my DVR hasn't taped Battle of the Belts the last two times. It's yeah, just no, it's like... It, it, I, this one was a little better, but... It, yeah, they none yeah. of them have been so good that it's just like oh man i that that's a show that i can't miss like and it's just like okay like if i would have been home i might have taped it but since i was well watching live professional wrestling in front of my own eyeballs you know i was just like whatever like i don't need to watch even another hour of wrestling like collisions on there i'll i'll just look at (laughs) look at those results yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a lot uh, but, of wrestling to watch, but and you know, New Japan has definitely suffered for that and just their own downfall. 
You know, Okada, yeah. you know what? I don't blame him for not wanting to, you know, be like Tanahashi and slide down the card and take it and take it kind of management role or, you know, the, the, the guy wants to live out the last of his days still, still wrestling. You know, he's, once again, he could be still be Okada in AEW. He be expected to be Okada in AEW. Now, maybe that's actually a deterrent for him if he's getting older and just wants to, if he sees Shinsuke Nakamura as some kind of an, 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 an idol to to, uh, <laughs> to, 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 to to see as a blueprint of what to do, <laughs> you know, just you know, have a good character, have a good ma- have maybe a few good matches a year, but otherwise, I'm just gonna surf. <laughs> Uh yeah, you know it. It, uh, it it's kind of interesting. That I mean, that is the thing that is kind of interesting to me in the literally this whole situation is, I you know the two choices. I don't think he's going to TNA. Like I I, I know because didn't he make a, an appearance for them on one of their very cards recently. recently? Yeah, very very recently. Yeah, like I I I don't think they're going to be able to put out the uh, money that he's going to be looking for. So I, I I guess I just genuinely think it's uh, between an AEW and a WWE run. And, you know, he probably knows more people in AEW. But, yeah, Shinsuke's there. That's probably good enough, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 once again, I, I don't know where his, where his head is. I don't really, but I think maybe that you know what? If you're in the wrestling business, you've been in it a while, long enough. Cashing out and having that WWE run so that you know the biggest amount of people in the world will will, will know your name before before you're finished. You know what? That's very enticing. And of course, not as not as demanding of, a, of an in ring style as well. Uh, yeah, and you know, I, I I know we've made a big point of it anyway on the show. Just no Vince is something of a game changer, too. It is. It is. I I think Triple H would treat Okada with respect. Yeah, with some degree, some in some degree of reverence. I mean, it's it's weird. Somebody who doesn't totally go all in on people's. You know, previous wrestling backgrounds, but Triple H will do it. Do more. Do more of it. Oh, but once yeah. Again, he's, he's Okada. A lot of people already know him, and the people who don't already know him, you, you can tell the story. You can tell them people who he is. You know, he'll you know he'll follow the Nakamura blueprint of of having a killer first match, and then maybe <laughs> and then maybe winging it for the rest of the time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I did have to look up to see how old Okada is, and he's 36. Um, so, I mean, on, it is kind of, of funny miles, that... a lot of miles, though. <laughs> yeah, it's a decent chunk of miles. It's still kind of funny, though, that he's younger than a lot of the people in the main event scene in the oh, WWE. He he's younger than a lot of people in the main event scene. <laughs> <laughs> like, him in WWE would be, would be interesting. Uh, I, think, I think it would be more interesting than the AEW. Because with AEW's audiences, who Tony Khan is, he would just be Okada in AEW. There wouldn't be anything different. Any any, any attempts at, at, at 
involving him at all or putting him in situations that, you know what, you, you wouldn't put Kazuchika Akata in, in in New Japan. It would just be, you know, he's going to wrestle this, this this good working guy and have and try to have a good match. He's going to work at this other good work, good worker and have a good match. You know, he's, you know, you, you, yeah. you're not going to get a situation like, guess what, <laughs> guess what, Kazuchika, <laughs> you're working carrying cross tonight. <laughs> Figure it out. Uh, well, I'm not sure if he's going to work carrying cross. <laughs> that would be pretty funny if it ended up happening. Um, and, and in a weird and sadistic kind of way. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess if his if his contract is just genuinely up, uh, I would I imagine got, that. I think he's got. He's got. I think he's got dates in February through February. Oh, okay. So, yeah, when you're in Japan, I... Oh, let me hold on. I, I'm yeah, I, I, I thought I saw January, the end of January, but, what you know, a week difference isn't that much. And it's A, before... Uh, I'm trying to think of what A... Is it Revolution? Oh, yeah, Revolution is March 3rd. So no, it's, no, 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 no. It, it, it is January 31st, okay. conclusion of his contract. But the Royal Rumble's on the 27th, so... Unless he gets a special, you know, exemption... Oh. He's probably, he, he, he won't be able to do that. But no, no, okay. his contract is up, but he's going to work through the end, the end of February in New Japan. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, that puts him in a tough spot as far as, like, unless they do a Cody Rhodes-esque uh, mystery opponent for someone. Uh, but, I mean, honestly, the second they say mystery opponent, uh, and Okada hasn't popped up in AEW. Uh, that's going to be a giant neon sign of what's going on there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of interesting. If he's going to work through uh, February, then yeah, it does kind of take some w- like some immediate WWE stuff off the table. Again, like to me, I guess with his age. And if they decide to do it, you know, I, I would imagine he could be in the WWE for a decade, uh, honestly. Could. I mean, he, he, he really could. I mean, honestly, for us, he could definitely or work AEW into something for, for WrestleMania. That and you know what? Maybe I would put him against Nakamura at WrestleMania. Play up the story of Nakamura being jealous of of all the big, you know, hullabaloo over Okada coming in, and oh. you know, and his, his, his old nemesis, and you know, you could do something with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, because the one thing that, and you kind of mentioned it, uh, I almost feel like if Okada's trying to do something different. He has a bunch of opponents that he's already, or at least more opponents in the W or in AEW already <laughs> than he does in the WWE. Like, there's to me a, definitely a fresher set of matchups over there, and there isn't a crossover with New Japan to start with. <laughs> right? No, because the way they're st- the way they're wording this is he, he's done. He's, 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 he's not coming back. He's not, but then again, they, they wouldn't spoil it for AEW. And oh. I don't know. I don't know. Once again, I, 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 I think I want to see him in WWE. I, I think that that would just, I, I, maybe it would be, would be a good fit. But 
Let's try it. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, I'm pro WWE as far as him coming over goes. Who knows, though? You know, uh, we'll again, we'll find out sooner rather than later, and we can uh, dig into things uh, at that point. Like, that's one where I almost feel like if a decision is made, the news is going to get out. Yeah. Speaking of things that the news has not gotten out about yet, we have yet to get any kind of word regarding the health of one Seth Rollins, who oh. may have blown out his knee again. <laughs> it's probably the same knee that's given him trouble for the last you know, nearly 10 years. Uh, yeah, that's been kind of interesting. I, I forgot that that was a story that maybe Jeremy and I mentioned in passing, uh, but also seems very vague. Uh, you know, last I saw news about it, that it was a knee injury, which is not terribly, uh, you know, telling. Yeah, I mean, I knew he was moving, I know he was moving gingerly after he had the stop, but it may have happened, the original, whatever, injury may have happened before that. All I know is, Seth looked just like a defeated man after he won. He knew something was wrong, and I don't think he was, I don't think he was selling or, or, or playing at all. Uh oh yeah, I have not uh, gone back to uh, to watch that a second time after knowing the information. But uh, yeah, I didn't notice upon first viewing uh, that. We, I mean, we will see. Don't we maybe playing this? He was supposed to get an MRI earlier this week. Uh, you know, maybe the results aren't back yet, or maybe they're just keeping things very, very close to the vest. Because they need to make a decision, you know, what they're going to do, what you know, what it says, what they're going to do. If it's not the, uh, too serious, you could probably get away with him not wrestling for the next two plus months and get and get, and get to WrestleMania still anyway. Uh, yeah, it would be pretty easy to get him to WrestleMania with uh, a minimal amount of wrestling. He's already not advertised for the Royal Rumble. He doesn't need to be at Elimination Chamber. And then you just, you know, get him to WrestleMania. Or if he needs to have more immediate surgery and it's going to put him out in six months to a year, then you either drag him to Raw on Monday, do a quick cash-in, or you put the title up in the the Royal Rumble itself. I, I I think those are your two options. Oh, yeah, that would be wild uh, if it was uh, up for grabs. If uh, someone won a championship and and the contract, like I think, well, I think the number of contendership goes out the window at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think the the WrestleMania title match goes out the window if if you already are the champion. That's fair point. But I mean, that still doesn't. I mean, you're the champ, but it doesn't guarantee you a main event at WrestleMania. No, it doesn't. You still have to defend that thing. So <laughs> yeah, it, you could do it once again. I mean, you could do the quickie. To, you could do the quickie to Priest. Oh, yeah. That might that might be the easiest the easiest option. And then Priest doesn't necessarily make it to WrestleMania either. Oh, they, it would be much easier to get the championship off of Priest in a. Uh, 
shorter time frame. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, mean, I feel I feel like those are your two options. I don't think you I don't think you leave the Royal Rumble still not having a champ. Uh, oh. Yeah, I'm with you. That uh, it, it it seems like there's a limited range of things that they can realistically do in this situation, and it all, like you said, it all balances on how bad uh, everything came back. If it's a somewhat minor injury, yeah, he probably keeps the belt. Major uh, CM Punk and Seth Rollins in the main event of WrestleMania is going to have to wait. Yeah, I will have to wait. And, you know, then what do you do? Maybe at that point, if it's already going to be the Rock and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, do you do Cody and CM Punk at, at, at WrestleMania then? Well, I mean, that is another one that I guess the more we... Uh, the longer we go without The Rock's inclusion at Elimination Chamber, uh, the more that it seems likely that it's a WrestleMania match. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, I, I, you know what? I, I do think it is. I mean, as far as everyone's heard that Roman Reigns isn't even going to Australia. I mean, they've sold all, they've sold them almost fifty thousand tickets for that show, but <laughs> they're still not seeing it as like <laughs> this giant show they need to go all out for either. Which is kind of funny. They're taking a bunch of money from the Australian Tourist Bureau, and then yeah, yeah, we don't need to send down our main guy. Hey, we're we're giving you Logan Paul. Come on now, (laughs) he's big down there. Uh, I mean, that man is big everywhere. Um, He's big everywhere. But yeah, no, I mean, I think yeah, I I don't think Rock and Roman Reigns is happening at Elimination Chamber. I think that was just kind of a, a, a silly idea. People let. Let, let go to their heads to try and to try and soothe their, themselves with, with the idea of Cody not finishing his story. Um, <laughs> but you know that is the thing with WWE's roster being so well. The top, the main people on the roster being so over. Something like this can happen, and there are there are worth, worthy options to pivot to. Uh, oh. Uh yeah, I mean it's not like years past where it felt like <laughs> oh my god the sky is the sky is completely falling. Uh yeah, they they would lose one main eventer and it's just like oh boy, like we are looking really thin now, guys. And yeah. uh, I agree, it's it, it's not a terrible blow to them. Now. I mean, it, it it can be a terrible blow. They, you know, they've been, obviously they've been wanting to do this Seth Punk thing and. Oh. And obviously it sucks, it sucks again for Seth Rollins because he's, you know, missed multiple WrestleManias because of this. <laughs> Once again, it's this. It's, 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 I assume it's just the same knee that keeps going out on him every few years. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, one way or the other, it. Uh, I, I would imagine that if you have, you know, Super Bowl this, that, or the other thing, you know, when you're in that type of line of work, missing out on kind of the big spectacle event multiple times, especially when, uh, you know, it definitely seemed like they were setting Punk and Seth Rollins up, at least for some type of match, the way that things have played out so far. Yeah, I I think think they definitely were, and maybe it can still happen, but if it doesn't, you know what? They've got some options. 
Yes, they do. Because, I mean, honestly, just if nothing else, putting the rock in play kind of changes everything. It, 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 it does change everything. <laughs> Without even you don't even need to factor in the injury to like go, oh, plans have got to change because I mean if it ends up being Seth and Cody still or Seth and CM Punk still like it, Cody does find himself in an interesting spot. He does. What's interesting about Cody is in both, you know, kayfabe and when he and in anything he's done out of character. It seems like it's not bothering him. It seems like he's he's got confidence that this is not this is not it's not bad for him. Oh. So maybe there was always, you know, the, the thought that you know Roman Reigns wrestles each night and the match with The Rock maybe isn't for the title. You know, on night one, you know, the, the, I think that that could certainly be in play. But again, now if they need somebody else to wrestle Punk in in, in the main event of of, of night one, I mean. Do you still do you pivot to Cody? I mean, do you, what? Once again, I'm saying that there's options, but you know, who? McIntyre? Do you do do you take Priest all the way to WrestleMania? Maybe 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 you have to McIntyre end up with it. Do McIntyre versus Punk? Uh, yeah. I mean, they could. They had a pretty decent promo battle themselves recently. That. Yeah could lead to that type of match. I, yeah. It, I mean, it, it would be a shame. I, I really hope that things are being worked out with Drew McIntyre because it would be a shame for this Drew McIntyre to leave so soon after he's, he's really putting it together. Oh, uh, yeah. His character has definitely turned, uh, turned the bend. And I mean, he's one of the few times, like there aren't enough people that uh, can put the, uh, gray area character together well, and he's yeah. he he's walking a fine line, but it's working for him. He's just like, hey, no, I just think that that guy's an asshole. Like he's kind of clearly defining what he's thinking, and it is working out very well. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, they it is kind of crazy that, that we have. <laughs> We've already been able to throw out this many options, honestly, <laughs> of, of possibilities that could happen uh, should Seth Rollins be injured. Like that, uh, like you said, has not been common in the WWE for a while. No, it really hasn't. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of wild, you know? Like, that's the, that's a lot of people that have a chance at uh, at WrestleMania there. It opens the field even more if they go with the rust the, the title on the line in the in the rumble idea. Oh, it it, it opens it up, and Seth being out and the you know guaranteed Punk Punk Rollins match out go going out the window. It does it opens up multiple possibilities for a Royal Rumble winner. Uh, well, yeah, and one name that we haven't mentioned that should you want to do it, I mean, you could put Gunther in that situation. If you, you could put Gunther. To. You could put Gunther. You could, you know, you you could have you could have a, a Sami Zayn win. You could have a Jey Uso win. You could, oh. you know, I mean, they could, you know, Brock Lesnar is always an emergency glass. You, you can break. 
these situations. So yep, it's, it's it, it seems to be never bad if you make Brock Lesnar your champion. Yeah, no, uh, certainly. But do it. I mean, and, and, and I think it opens it up either way. Whether they have Seth just vacate the title and put it up in the Royal Rumble, or they get the quick cash in it. It's still, it's still without that Punk Rollins match that you think is just, you know, guaranteed locked in. It does open up all the possibilities. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I guess an, another possibility that crossed my mind is uh, if you don't put it up in the Rumble, uh, you put it up in Elimination Chamber. You could, you could do that. You know, uh, six raw raw contenders and, and, and end up in the chamber. Someone has to get because I mean I feel like at least with the money in the bank I feel like they do that. Hey, I'm gonna get back up uh, and try to win the championship without cashing in. They've done that occasionally. Yeah. Um, because you could do a situation like that too. So, um, yeah, that uh, this is a. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of possibilities opening up uh, should Seth Rollins be that level of injured. I hate feeling like feeling like I I, I I'd actually enjoy <laughs> the chaos more over the dead body of poor Seth Rollins. But... Oh well. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it kind of is what it is, you know. Like, uh, we did not cause the injury, and we are just yeah. here speculating. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, that uh, that part of part of the news is kind of interesting. But again, like, not, nothing's been said, so there's kind of a lot of uh, a lot of territory to be covered between then and uh, then and now. <clears throat> so uh we uh we shall see um i'm trying to think of some other was there any other big news really coming out of out of raw this week and i don't know if there was Yeah. Yeah, there's. I don't, yeah, I don't think there really was anything too newsworthy. No. Yeah, because doing a quick, uh, quick look through, and I mean, hey, you know, it's that time of the year, I guess. They don't have too many crazy storylines going on just because of the rumble. Uh, things are moving forward, but I do always feel like. Uh, the interpersonal stories sometimes get uh, pushed to the side a bit for uh, the rumble itself. And with only being two weeks out, it isn't too surprising. Again, we've kind of mentioned like it's three, maybe four matches at the rumble outside of the rumble match itself. Like, eh, you know, it makes sense to save some of your material right now. So, um, I believe before, uh, as we were planning the show here, though, uh, to stay in uh, in the WWE brand here, 
that you had a uh, hot off the presses uh, NXT take since you are uh, not normally on the uh, NXT shows. Oh, these last few NXTs, I I am not been a fan. Like all the problems with NXT seem to be you know coming all coming to a head to me. The whole concept of it and what it's supposed to be or what, what it isn't supposed to be. Like, I know it's supposed to be developmental. But do we really need to have three to five new people debuting every single week, it seems? Week to week. Do you remember these people's names week to week? Um, I remember more than uh, I think I should uh, in some some regards. But I, I just kind of laughed because you, you mentioned it on Twitter and it was something that Jeremy and I talked about off mic where, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot like they have, they've done this a couple of times now in this, uh, Shawn Michaels era where they really flood the market with these new names. And I don't think that's a great idea. Like it was kind of weird to me this week where, uh, Stax and Tony D give uh, the Riz a big pep talk before the Women's Royal Rumble. And not that I necessarily expected her to be in the Final Four, but, you know, I expected maybe a little more follow-through or her not to get tossed fairly early in the Battle Royal itself. You know, like... Uh, yeah, you're. I think you kind of. Yeah, you're putting people in bad situations by introducing that many people because a lot of people are gonna have a hard time, kind of connecting. You know. Yeah, it's, just, it's not even just connecting. It's just remembering people's names, remember, remembering what name goes to what face. You know, you know, <laughs> telling two faces apart that you know look similar enough. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's, been, it's getting really really difficult, and NXT. I was really really enjoying it in like the latter part of last year. Yes, yeah. you know Becky Lynch and Dominic Mysterio being around, and other people you know coming from the main roster you know helped a lot. But I was really into like, a, and I still am. I mean, at this point, I'm, we're just watching NXT for the skits at this point. <laughs> uh, yes, NXT is great for the skits. Uh, it is the one wrestling program that, uh, though I might have put a couple of NXT matches on my match of the year candidates when we did that show, um, it's generally just the top tier, the people that you know are moving up to the main roster sooner rather than later. Yeah. Oh, oh we'll get to that one later, too. Um, <laughs> all these new people is leading to my... My second issue: those those guys whose names I do not remember who are wrestling Trick and Mellow did oh. try to do some crazy dives and almost killed themselves. Oh yeah, multiple times during that match. Uh, Malik I mean, Blade and Idris and Nofe. Thank you. Uh, Ten seconds. Oh, oh, um, oh, oh, only because those. <sighs> Man, those guys have a lot of abs for not getting anywhere. Yeah, no, no, they, they look good, but 
why are we having these glorified rookies do these kind of moves on on, on national television? I... It, it it doesn't make sense. I mean, I mean, I mean it's it's like they're skipping sky, side headlock t- t- takeovers and go and going right to space flying tiger drops. I mean, w- w- what are we doing here? Uh, well, I, I mean, I would not put them in the, uh, new people territory cause they've at least been so around I, I, for I, two years, but they just haven't consistently been on TV. That's crazy to me that, wow. It's just, it just feels like. I, but I don't know if people are seeing the same thing that you're seeing because they haven't consistently they've gotten tv time over the years but they haven't gotten a consistent push ever no no no, no, they they, they definitely haven't and and this seemed like to me this was one of those i i you know later in the show i ended up seeing where they went with the whole situation but it also seemed like they were setting it up to have trick and mellow have some type of falling out and for oh, well, these well, two well, to finally break through, and they didn't. No, they didn't. They, they, they lost two guys, two guys who are about to break up next month. Yeah. Oh, so, well. So, so good team they are. Uh, well, that 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 is the other thing. Like, I, it, if you're not going to push them as a team, do you not like them as single stars? And if you don't like them as single stars, why are they getting so much TV time? I, I, I don't know about that. I, I'm just, you know, like, there's just so many times it just feels like the, there's a lot of missed and off moves in NXT. Or just bad, just too many complicated moves that quite require, you know, too much cooperation. And, and, or, you know, if two veterans, maybe could pull it off. But, like, did you notice, like, when Roxanne went for the pinning combination off of her senseless foot powerbomb, like, it felt like that the move was being was being done in slow motion, because the other person is so inexperienced. If she's with somebody more experienced, they could snap they could snap that thing off, you know, make it look good. But with oh. Kalani Jordan, with her level of experience, it it didn't really look good. And, and again, just still more and more issues like that are are, are developing. And again, it's it's the it's the issue it's the issue with NXT. What is it supposed to be? Is it supposed to be its own its own TV show? Or is it supposed to de- be developing the stars of the the, the, the Raw SmackDown stars of the future? It, 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 it's 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 never it's been it's been deeply flawed from the from the very beginning. Uh, well, yeah, I that's Seven one where, yeah, I mean there there there's no way to ever completely solve that problem, right? Just because they are on national TV, they're on a fairly major network, and or they NXT was the one that was bought that the rights were bought by um CW if right, i'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. Okay. Um so yeah, i mean they're going to have to keep on serving that but that is the problem. Like it does feel like there's always there's going to be something of a natural dip in the product now to try and develop these people. I do think that in the interest of those people that it would really help if they, um, yeah, if they didn't introduce people as much, like I understand kind of the whole, let's just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks 
you know, they're trying to see which personalities maybe stand out or the crowd gets behind more. But I think that the crowd would have a better idea about these people if they introduced them a little more slowly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely be introducing people more slowly. Yeah, that would help a lot. You know, getting, you know, telling these things, telling some people, you know, think about what you're doing. Think about the moves that you're doing. Don't, you know, have an offense that that works for you. Not not what you think, in, you know, is going to get you, you stars from Dave Meltzer. Things, <laughs> things, things like that. And then. My last complaint that I had was it does feel like some people have been in NXT too long and they're regressing. Yo, I, I, the person who's probably regressed the most is Gigi Dolan, I think. Maybe she was never that great to be on her own, but it really feels like she is just completely lost out there. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know what they want out of her at this point. Like it's, it's kind of weird, you know, like she never really got a push. She hasn't like, I don't know. It's so weird when they say, bring your, you know, your real personality to the table and, you know, just turn it up to 11. Like, I feel like that's been said in like some absurd amount of wrestling interviews yeah, oh yeah, and she definitely brought her own character but it almost feels like that Lacey Evans situation where it's just like I feel bad that you had a fucked up childhood but there's something about that that there's like this difference between uh, to me even someone like uh, OTM kind of talking about pulling themselves out of the mud, you know, out of a bad situation. Like, it's still kind of a positive message, even though they're still heels. And the whole, like, redemption part at Gigi Dolan doesn't seem to have hit to me. You know, like, there is no kind of positive aspect to things. And just the way things played out too with her uh, t- did her no favors. I feel like what she lost the first one to JC Jane and then kind of got the win back. Or well, she won the blow off in 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 a cage, which I really like that match actually. And yeah. but then she just she's just been spinning her wheels on NXT for close to a year now. Since then, uh, you know, and then there's a few people. It seems like they're kind of. I think Braun. What's what is Braun Breaker's deal now? Is he supposed to be dumb now? Like I, 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 I mean, I mean, it's kind of him, him and Corbin's you know, back and forth. It's kind of funny. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I. But, 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 but he's playing the dumb. But he's playing the dumb guy. He, 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 he. Yeah, he's like. Yeah, they're playing up the dumb jock part a little too much. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, like it has made for some funny shtick, but it's also, yeah, not not been great, uh, honestly. Like, well, yeah, I've enjoyed it, but yeah, it makes him look too dumb. You know, 
Like he he doesn't need to be a brain surgeon. He also doesn't need to be almost mentally handicapped. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It, so yeah, I think that there are certain people who've been in NXT a while. I mean, like Roxanne Perez has just kind of been meandering. Well, until last night, we'll, we'll get to that. But you know, going from feud to feud, you know, doing some. I mean, I, I, I get ties. I see what they're doing, giving her an edge, you know, giving her a chip on her shoulder. What? I feel like she's turning heel, and she's gonna you know work heel for the first time in her career. So you know she'll have, she'll know how to do that by the time she gets to the main roster, and she's still very young. Uh, well, and that's something that they did with Braun too. But then it's like you're kind of like, still there. oh, he can do like I mean, I feel like we've established for a while with Braun. Hey, he can do that. Like, yeah. we got him over as a baby face. Everyone's booing him as a heel. Like, okay, what do we got here? And, you know, again, like, I don't, I don't know when is a good time to call him up. Uh, and the same thing with uh, Roxanne Perez. And I, I feel like that's something else that you and I have talked about. Coming up at WrestleMania season is not always the best spot because, you know, you're not going to have anything major to sink your teeth into. For, no. for you know, whether it's Braun or Roxanne that would end up coming up. But, yeah, like, they don't have a lot to do in, unless they bring people down to NXT to fight them. It's hard to have like the WWE on the main roster is almost mastered that whole, uh, well with someone like Becky Lynch, really that you mentioned earlier where they can keep her away from the title, but still keep her doing something interesting. Yeah. And because NXT is what it is, you don't really have that availability to do that unless you bring main roster people down to NXT for Roxanne to fight. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and just in general, they haven't done that enough, really? I don't think they have. And I, don't, and I don't think they have enough, you know, now, you know, when they cleared house of the black and gold crew, then you're left with no veterans to, for the, for the for the young talent to work with the, the newer younger talent to work with, and you're not going to get better if you're not working with people who are all more experienced and better than you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I was just thinking offhand because I feel like I saw them on Raw this week, but Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae would almost be more well served in NXT to fill those types of roles. Candace definitely, because she's done, you know, she's helped Johnny done. Gargano run, run the AIW school, you know. Yeah. Maybe some of those people should never have, really shouldn't have come up, but they should have, you know, you know, moved into half, you know, training roles. I mean, I guess yeah. Gargano, I mean, I, I mean DIY is getting, start, finally starting to get a little, get over on the main roster and for the sheer, the sheer force of will, and uh, there's a pretty good chance they're going to end up with the tag belts here. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still think that they kind of have a, a more narrow path 
the women's tag championships have opened up a little bit more recently without the power teams being around. Uh, I still don't know if Indy and Candice are going to be capturing those belts at any point. I'm, I'm not thinking that, they, that, they, that they, they're going to. Cause like, well, it's currently Babyface Champions, and I assume at some point the, Kubu, the, the Kabuki Warriors are going to destroy them and take, and take the titles, and then God <laughs> knows when they'll lose them. Uh, yeah, yeah. That uh, seems like it should happen. Still hasn't happened yet, though. Oh, then again, they're also wrestling um, Isla and... Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Alba Fire. And Alba Fire on, on Friday. And, you know, yeah. there's a, you know, they could lose that. Yeah, well, and th- there's another two where, in a lot of ways, I don't know if either of them wrestled uh, Roxanne Perez, but they would be two women that could have kept... Uh, Roxanne a little more entertained because they do have more experience, you know. I mean, how many years were they in NXT UK before moving over here? Lord, I have no idea. Uh, enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know the number either, but it's enough. Um. So yeah, yeah. NXT is, uh, I, I guess, just to me, almost continually going to be in a weird spot every couple of years because they do. Yeah, they do overturn that roster, but it does seem like, uh, especially here recently that the, the kind of the top talent has almost stuck around too long. Cause Carmelo yeah. Hayes is starting to get to that too. Cause it, oof, man, that, that story with trick, I'm like, they're moving at places and they're telling a story. I'm kind of getting tired of it, though. I'm getting tired of it. I mean, you know, what was the whole point of Lexus King's involvement that they've already, you know, removed? They've already moved away from, and you know, just like uh, no. they moved away from it. But then Vic is the one that mentions this week uh, that uh, they still haven't solved that crime. <laughs> No, I mean, I mean they haven't. I mean, you know, it's, I think it's obvious that you know Lexus King is going to be a, a red herring, and that you know Mello did do it. Um, but and, and everyone has figured that out already. But we're we're going to drag yeah. this into a, what a third, fourth, fifth month, what have you. And, I mean, the way I do it is, I guess I, I'd probably have Trick Williams win win the title, and then the shoe drops, instead of having you know the doing the obvious of having Mello. Screw trick out of the title. Screw trick out of the title. But I bet they're probably that is probably what they're going to do. Uh, yeah. I mean, poor trick is the only one that doesn't see this coming. Yeah, yeah. He is the only one who doesn't see it coming. And then, then you got the weird thing with Carmelo being a baby, you know, being a baby face on SmackDown every once in a while, and then you have to then explain to why he's to the SmackDown audience why he's a heel. <laughs> Why is a heel all of a sudden? Uh, yeah. So it, yeah, it, that that half-ass call-up is just not a good idea. I don't think not when he's in the middle of a, of a storyline in NXT where he's turning heel. Uh, yeah, that's uh, a little much. A little much going on there. So, um. 
I think that about does it for NXT. Is there any that other talking points? No, 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 we're talking this race. So that leaves us with uh, Dynamite, AEW Dynamite. And uh, to me, lead topic, straight off the top of my head, I am thinking of Hook versus Samoa Joe in the main event. I am thinking of it too, and apparently a lot of other people are too. Who knew putting your world title on someone credible and, t- and, t- and, t- and, t- and taking your main event scene seriously could, could, could lead to some, something of a turnaround for you? Because this, this world title situation has done a complete 180. Uh, yeah, funny how that happens, right? No, I mean, Hook, Hook had a very good match. They, 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 played it very, oh. they played all the beats right. I know he's, you know, he, 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 he's a star for the future, but, you know, the, he, 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 he's not ready yet. Oh. You know, but, you know, Joe was sufficiently brutal, un, you know, unnecessarily brutal about it. And then, you know, you got, you know, obviously you got the whole hangman and swerve thing that, that that's, yeah. I mean, AEW's main event scene is finally cooking on, 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 on all cylinders right now. Yep, helps that it's uh, not in a uh, in a comedy act that we have been talking about for longer than we've cared to. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty it's done pretty damn good, you know. Yeah, the, 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 the Samoa Joe guy, he, he's got a future. Uh, yeah, and the hook has a future. I mean, I they definitely seem to have taken taken a little more measured approach to pushing that guy. They have, yes. And I do really, I mean, I like, I just genuinely like him as a wrestler. Uh, and yeah, that was kind of that perfect uh, win scenario for him or lose scenario for him. You know, he looks like a million bucks in losing and honestly probably has more credibility than he's ever had in AEW despite having a championship or two trying to remember if he won tag belts with someone at some juncture, but I think it might've just been the FTW championships. I think the FTW championship, but I think it's also time to to do away with the FTW championship. It's just, it doesn't add anything to the presentation at this point. It it, it worked to get him jumped, to to, to get him jump started and, you know, cause it's, it's has his thing and all that, but You don't need a guy carrying around a, a, a fake belt and or an unrecognized belt in a company where too many people already have belts. Uh, yeah, there are definitely uh, more than enough championships running around that company to not have one that doesn't uh, doesn't count. Um, number two item on the agenda. Matthew and Nicholas Jackson. Uh, what did you think of uh, of their promo? I saw a very, very mixed reaction to this. Some people saying this is the most interesting they've been in the Young Bucks in years. Others saying, oh, God, they're going to be even more insufferable than ever. <laughs> they're, they're just going to lean into everything. Yeah. I, I, I guess you have to lean into everything. Oh. If they even have a hope. But I, I mentioned this last... I said this last week on Twitter, and I... They feel like more of a... Uh, 
of a relic from the past that stink. Oh. And I, they just feel like more, they feel more in a place than stink. <laughs> and, and, and what AEW has become, basically. Uh, yeah, like I was not. Uh... I was definitely on the not enamored uh, list for this promo. Like, I, I I, guess I just felt like because, yeah, sometimes it, most of the times it is good to lean into stuff. But there was something about the way that that was presented to me uh, that just, yeah, it was just a genuine turnoff. Not like a, Hey, I get what the heels trying to do here. You know, like Christian is one of those heels that like I get what he's doing here. Yeah. Even if I still want to boo him, like I kind of get what he's doing. Them, I'm like ah. not a big fan. But again, I think I said this last week with Jeremy. I think that they're great opponents for Sting and Darby Allen in Sting's last match. If it's what Sting wants, then I mean, I, I, who, who am I to complain? <laughs> uh, you know, I'll, 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 I'll see what I'll see where they take all of this. I, I'm not gonna I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna give my final judgment now. I mean, let's let's see how they how, how they handle being heels again, and how they you know, and how they carry themselves, and you know. Is it gonna get? Are they gonna get too cute with the insider references? Oh, and, and you know what? I I think that's what turned me off so early, is that I I felt like they were making it all a joke still. Yes. It, it, like I now that they're you mentioned that, a caricature I, of they're doing a parody of a heel interview, not being a heel. Yes. I think that's what really turned me off in that situation. I'm just like, I, no, guys, I'm sorry, I'm out. Like, you know, it was, it, it and that's, yeah, that's kind of why I tuned out really early. I'm like, these, yeah, these guys are just kind of pretending to be heels and not being heels. And it's just like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Have fun. So uh yeah that was that that was definitely a topic on the show though that I felt like was uh, was worth talking about there um uh what else uh, and I'm kind of trying to run through things and I mean while it was a good night in the wrestling department news wise not a whole lot going on oh I guess the other thing, uh, I, something that I tweeted about and something that I do uh, want to have happen, uh, Ian Riccoboni and Tony Storm, black and white movie, immediately. That was really funny. They had a good rapport. I mean, I, I, I hope everything's all right with Tony Schiavone. There, was any, there wasn't any bad reason he wasn't on the show this week. But I, I could certainly use more Ian in my life. I mean, the, the honestly, the person in, 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 in the in the commentary uh, conundrum who needs to go is uh, is probably Excalibur. I, I, <laughs> no. 
we could do without him. Uh, move him over to Collision and and you know get rid of or either put him in between Kevin Kelly and Nigel or just get rid of Kevin Kelly. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I, Kevin Kelly isn't bad, but he's just so inoffensive that it's just like I just, no. Like I need something more more than this blandness, please. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he, Ian is very, very good. I know he's got a regular job. I know he's been going to school to get his master's degree in something. Oh. Uh, so, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I still don't know if he, if he really wants to make his full-time living in, in, in wrestling or not. I mean, he seems very into his, his family life and maybe doesn't necessarily want to travel every single week, but... Oh, He's just too damn yeah. good at this he, to, 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 to not to, to not make it his full time job to me. Uh, yeah, like he, ha- I, I just like he has that infectious to me quality of uh, the enthusiasm that he has for presenting the product is second to none. I feel yeah. like. So, uh, yeah, like it, it, it just always seems like he's really into it and you should be too. Like he, he's like, I think the only announcer that makes me feel that way. Um, and, uh, and Tony storm just continues to be, uh, very funny. And I had to laugh that, um, (laughs) I think she does the, uh, what is that busted open radio and also on fightful i was shocked that uh someone was uh and a woman on top of that was unaware of the term box and what it meant as far as uh a woman's body goes <laughs> i thought that that was a fairly common slang uh maybe is it's because i am from a different era <laughs> but uh yeah the fact that uh tony storm promised to uh punch diana perrazzo right in the box was uh it was a statement <laughs> well i mean she says she says things like that all the time i'm sure she i assume she i'm sure she knows uh yes you know, i mean i, 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 I know I, that I tony storm uh yeah T- tony is hilarious I, I i i love that act um is there anything else from uh, aew that uh that you care to go over before we uh before we punch out of here sir no i think we we hit everything pretty good tonight okie dokie uh bell time beer uh I can't recall uh, when I picked this up. Might have been from the brother-in-law. Might have been from the father-in-law. But uh, Yingling Brewing uh, is one of those ones that I used to drink all the time. Uh, Do not not really drink anymore. Uh, But this one happens to be their Hershey's Chocolate Porter. And uh, it is uh, pretty tasty and very chocolatey. Uh, I mean, it really does taste like Hershey's chocolate was put inside of this here beer here. Um, So, yeah, it's uh, America's oldest brewery. Uh, Anyone 
uh, listening to this podcast uh, within the contiguous uh, United States should be able to get a hold of this beer because I do not believe it's a seasonal one. I believe this is a fairly regular uh, beer that you can pick up uh, anytime these days. So uh, should one want to uh, go out and buy some uh, Yingling Hershey's Chocolate Porter. Uh, and that is the Beltime Beer Suggestion from Matt DeFrango11. He is at Stunt Calais. The brand is at Stunt Granny. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Download us at any other locations like Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Amazon. Have a good night, grandkids.